Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is November 11th, and our reading comes from Hebrews chapter 10, beginning in verse 18. It says, When sins have been forgiven, There is no need to offer any more sacrifices. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him for our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean and our bodies have been washed with pure water. I love that we have access to the presence of God because of what Christ has done. Now, here's something that's so important about it, that so many people believe I've got to get my act together. I've got to clean myself up so that I'll be acceptable to God, so that I can go into His presence. So many times we find ourselves struggling with sin, or maybe we're being tempted, or maybe we we mess up, and then we feel guilty, and we pull away from God because we think, I've got to get myself together so that God will accept me again. But in pulling away from God, we actually make ourselves more vulnerable and often more enslaved to that very sin. Listen, listen, listen. This is so good. What Jesus has done for us on the cross, because we're washed in the blood of Jesus, listen, we don't clean ourselves up in order to come close to Jesus. We come close to Jesus so that he can clean us up. So that means when I'm tempted, I don't run away, overcome my temptation so that I can be acceptable to God. When I'm tempted, I run to God. Because of what Jesus has already done, I have access. And in his presence, my needs are met, which makes me less vulnerable to whatever I'm tempted to use for comfort and to medicate my pain and to deal with the issues of my heart. So because of what Christ has done and the access that that gives me, I'm running into Jesus every day and in his presence. Remember, he's convincing me of his love. He's teaching me his truth. He's building my character. He's releasing vision. He's transforming my life. But if I'm not careful, the devil will convince me I've got to get it all together so that I can receive all of that. But what Jesus did on the cross made all that available. And as I come to him, then he begins working that way in my heart. He helps me get it all together. Listen, you can't do it without Jesus. You can't do it without Jesus. Sin is independence. The Christian life is humble dependence. And the blood of Jesus, what Christ has done, gives us access to the Father and transforms our lives. So listen, no matter where you are right now, you don't have to do anything except open your heart and receive God's grace because of what Jesus has done. 
and run into his presence. And in his presence, he'll heal your heart, establish your identity, build your character, and give you vision for your life. So important. Verse 23, let's hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage each other, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Listen, you can't do this alone. One of the reasons the body of Christ is so important is because the devil is trying to pick us off. I I love how Peter says the enemy roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. And what a lion looks for is a member of the, the pack that's gotten separated, isolated, off by himself. And that's who he's going to pick off. And what the author of Hebrews here is saying is we got to stay together. We got to keep getting together so we can encourage each other, strengthen each other to keep moving in to Jesus. Because in my isolation, the devil shames me, guilts me, just tempts me, does all of these things to try to move me away from God. But in a community, the community is constantly working to move me towards Jesus. This is why the church is so important. So important. In American culture, so many people today think, well, I can be a Christian, but church is optional. No, the church is essential for our faith. We need each other. We need the body of Christ. Verse 26, dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we've received knowledge of the truth, there's no longer any sacrifice that'll cover these sins. There's only the terrible expectation of God's judgment and the raging fire that will consume his enemies. For anyone who refused to obey the law of Moses was put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and treated the blood of the covenant, which made us holy as if it was common and unholy and have insulted, disdained the Holy Spirit who brings God's mercy upon us. Verse 31, it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And then in verse 28, but and my righteous ones will live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. But we're not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are faithful ones whose souls will be saved. Now, there's been a lot of controversy about this passage. I want to make it real simple. Some have argued that this means when we come to Christ, if we sin, then we're going to lose our salvation. I think what this passage is describing is independence. So if we hear the gospel, but continue to live in independence, then the work of Christ does not apply to us because the Christian life is turning away from our independence and choosing a life of humble dependence on God. And so when we're living in dependence, trusting in him, then there's no fear of judgment because we have rejected, renounced, repented of independence. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you so much for this truth today. I pray for every person listening. God, I pray that we would all know we don't have to clean ourselves up to draw near. No, we draw near and you clean us up. So I pray for every person that you'd increase their capacity to draw near to you every day and to live 
in your presence. And God, that you would transform our hearts and lives. God, I pray for every person. They need a church family. God, that we would be able to strengthen each other, encourage each other, uh, push each other towards Jesus. I know I need help that way. Everybody needs help that way. We're not strong enough to do this alone. And you don't want us to do it alone. You've put us in a family. You've surrounded us with other believers. We're a part of a body, the church. So God, help us to challenge each other, to encourage each other, to move on towards faith, trusting in Jesus, and good deeds, that we would do what Jesus does on the earth. God, I just reject today, every form of independence. The Christian life is a humble dependence on you. So God, we reject independence. We want to live in your presence to live for your glory. Help us to do it in Jesus' name. Well, so thankful that you're with me today. Man, I hope that encourages you. Keep pressing into Jesus. I am so proud of you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.